about yeah we'll start in a minute let me do this yeah okay okay yes uh, can we begin can you kind of put off your uh, speakers right so that we can begin the lecture from where we took off yesterday right uh, yes now yesterday we spoke about something that was called the group discussion in the earlier lecture we talked about bodily attire we talked about preparing for the group gd uh, the group interview uh, the interview right uh, the group interview also could be there but we are talking about preparing for the interview hello pooja can you put off your uh, uh, yeah can you kindly put off your mic because it's disturbing us yeah right okay uh, so one of the things that is important is we talked about preparing your resume preparing your folder preparing your dress being uh, uh, prepared for the interview because the most important thing about an interview is confidence right it's not the only thing it's not that if you have confidence then you can crack an interview no that's not true right and that would be a very false kind of motivation for students to think that or anybody to think that i have confidence so i can crack the interview a lot of confidence is required right yeah uh the more important thing is your marks have to be sufficiently okay and even if your marks are not okay you have to know your subject well right i don't care for marks right but even if you have low marks and you go for an interview okay and people question you they might question the university you come from and they say well the marks over here show such low marks right they show such low application but what is interesting is you are able to handle questions you have a understanding of the subject right and the marks are not only not at all an indicator when you go for an interview right so please be aware that when we are talking about the idea of the interview right confidence is what you check on right but also we are talking about con a concrete world right and we go back to what we said in the group discussion right if you have a person who cannot kick a ball right then can you make that person a captain of a team right yeah if you go as an english teacher for an interview and of course i don't know about gujarat because you you find a lot of people and maybe in other places you do but normally the idea is if you are an english teacher you should know to speak english right and that's exactly what is required right of course gujarat is a bit different ball game you get a lot of teachers who do not know english okay and uh, it's not only gujarat it's probably in maharashtra and in all the hinterlands right you have all this kind of thing happening right and uh, yeah so that's a different story but you are expected to know english right if your subject is psychology you should know your psychology well right and you should know all your subjects well so this is something that you can't um, miss right so what we are talking about is when we are talking about a group uh, uh, an interview we have to talk about how do you have the interview questions right and we said yesterday that you to prepare yourself for what you are going to say and how you are going to introduce yourself right now 
One of the things that they might do in an interview, they'll say, introduce yourself. So you say your name, you give them your qualifications, then you go on, they said go on, right? And then you can say what subject you're interested in, what, what, you, what subject you like, right? And there's still no answer, then you still go on, right? You have to prepare all that over there, right? So this is my best subject, you talk about your academic qualifications because that's what they're going to ask you, right? If you're going for a music job as a music teacher or as a performer, right? Then you have to prepare for that, right? So whatever you actually are uh, geared for, right? You know, you have to have a very concrete base, right? That's where confidence comes from, right? Confidence is not about just having confidence and going about with confidence. Unless you do work, you can't have confidence, right? And that's 100%, right? You can see what's happening in the country today, right? We have this idea of fake news. We have the, the headline management. We have all these kind of things, but we don't have anything on the ground, concrete, right? And that's exactly why a lot of things are collapsing, right? And you can't do that in an interview. Yesterday we talked about fake, right? And in fact, one of the people was actually told, right, please don't fake, right? Yeah, because you're dealing with experts on the panel, you don't have any right to fake. And please tell all your friends also, whenever you go for an interview, don't fake it, right? Yeah, that's an important skill that one has to learn, right? Yeah, you can always say, I'm sorry, I don't know. Right? And today we are coming to the idea of questions. Right? Yeah? So you have uh, the normal kind of questions, which is when you are saying, well, I am so and so, I am a student of mathematics, right? and uh, maybe abstract algebra was my favorite subject, right? real analysis was my favorite subject, right? and then they said, well, tell us about real analysis. right? And then you might go on saying, well, real analysis begins with a string, right? And Newton has an experiment string, and then you have this idea of calculus. And when you have idea of calculus, then you slowly get into the idea of how does string vibrate, and then you talk about integration and derivatives and all that kind of thing. They might ask you a sum, and they say, well, can you analyze the sum, right? Or can you actually uh, have a derivative of this, and what is it going on over here, right? Now, that's within their right to do. Right? Yeah? We talked about the file and the folder, right? Once the folder is put on the table, don't touch it. Because you don't own the space, right? When you go in, yeah, you put your folder down. Once they take the folder or they ask for the folder, you give it to them. Once it's in their domain, only at the end of the interview, you take it back. Okay? You don't own it anymore. It's in their space, right? Yeah? And that's for the whole uh, period of the interview, right? So that's something that you might like to think about, yeah, and uh, you have to prepare for all this, right? And that's why we can have some uh, mock test, right, if the lockdown breaks down, right? So that's, or we can do it online, so that we can, uh, first of all, you have to be assessed, right? So I have to, uh, I have to do all these things online, right? So we'll have uh, the practical online, yeah? And if we can, we'll do some group discussions, and I'll keep marking you so that uh, we can have an average so that you perform better and you get better marks, right? Yeah, that's as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah, so what is interesting and what is important is that when we're talking about 
the the uh, the questions that the people ask you, right? Like for instance, if they ask uh, you, tell me something about real analysis, right? So you can either uh, talk about uh, what, how the subject came into being, right? So that is not what you normally get in a classroom, right? In a classroom, uh, you don't learn all these things. You have to learn it by extra reading, right? And even if you're in economics, you have to learn th things by extra reading, the history of economics. What is economic thought, right? If it's political science, you also have to have a historical understanding of what is political science, right? Or when you talk about history, we're talking about uh, people like uh, Kerr, and we're talking about people like uh, Collingwood, right? What is the idea of history? Yeah, so you might be asked about Thucydides, you might be asked about Herodotus, you might be asked about uh, British historians, right? You might be asked about Indian historians, right? So you have to be prepared not only for your syllabus, but first of all, the syllabus has to be thorough and proper, right? Yeah, but if you're going to get in anywhere, into any place, you have to know a little more than everybody else, right? Because it's competitive, right? So you don't think that, well, I'm in MSU and I've been able to pass and I've been able to pass in the IBE and I've been able to pass here and there and everywhere. That doesn't work, right? Yeah, when you're on the ground, they will want to know concretely what have you actually learned, right? And basic definitions have to be revised, right? So when before you go for an interview, know your basics and the definition, right? And what is interesting is you have questions that are going to check your logic. Okay, and your reason, right? So they might give you a kind of a puzzle to solve, right? And they're also going to ask you, why do you think that this is so, right? Uh, if you were there for some of the GD lectures, we talked about the prep model, right? And the prep model is, we're talking about point, reason, example point. That's a model which we have to practice. And even for the interview, please use it, right? Because when you give a reason and you give you, you learn to reason out well and you show them you've got a logical mind, right? Now, if you prepare your, uh, uh, your statement about yourself very well and go logically from one portion to another, right? You actually, they might not even ask you anything. They might say, go on, go on, right? Go on, go on, okay? And uh, at a certain point of time, yeah, when they've got to know a lot about what you what you are academically that's the first thing right then the question is how what are your hobbies okay what are your interests right and suddenly somebody on the panel might get up and ask you a question right now the questions are two types right so one is a thought question right and somebody might ask you say where do we go from here yeah so how do we respond to that okay how do you understand that right yeah, is he talking to you? Is he talking to the panelist? Right? Yeah, so that's a directional question, right? It's asking you, where do you go from? Yeah, so where do you go from here? With something that you say, right? Or some somebody else on the panel, right? Yeah, so you can say, well, when you say where do you go from here, you have to guess, guess what the person means, right? So you can say, well, I am thinking of uh, moving into a different area 
right, and coming with my expertise, and I hope I will be uh, useful to your organization, right? So that's one of the ways of dealing with that. But the question is, uh, normally they ask you, uh, where do you go from here, right? Yeah, so, uh, so you, either you have to clarify it, right, or you have to ask them very politely, uh, I didn't get your question, right? And that's a legitimate kind of question on your part, right? You can ask them to repeat a question if you don't get it, right? Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get you. Uh, uh, could you kindly repeat your question and please be very polite. Yeah, politeness is a big part of the interview, right? Yeah, and uh, we have to be polite, right? Yeah, in spite of what you call, we'll come to that, right? A very, very rough kind of interview which some people give you, right? And that's for different purposes, right? Uh, so when we talk about an interview, we are talking about a very gentle, polite kind of interview where people say, please go on, please go on. And somebody asks you a very polite question and say, well, what do you learn from economics? Or what did you learn from psychology? Or what did you learn from history, right? Now, if somebody tells you, suppose you're a psychology student, somebody talks about uh, TA, transaction analysis, or RET, or REM, okay? And uh, all these other kinds of very exotic uh, pop psychology, right? Yeah, either you can say, well, I don't really know about it, yeah, which is not good for you, right? Because you should be aware, right? And that kind of awareness is important, right? Yeah, so that's one of the things that you might be asked, right? Now, when you're answering all these questions, somebody might ask you on the panel, uh, could you tell me, yeah, who is the local MLA of your ward, right? Yeah, now what are they trying to do, right? Uh, you're asking about, yeah, you're answering your question and somebody cuts it, right? And now this is a crossfire kind of thing, right? So you're trying to answer somebody, another person cuts in and you get totally flummoxed. So they're trying to see whether you can handle that, right? And you're not supposed to lose your cool, you're supposed to be patient, you have to actually talk to them, right? And then you said, well, uh, this person is my, uh, is the MLA from my ward, right? And you can't say, I don't know it, right? Yeah. Now, these are questions you can't say you don't know because they're checking something called awareness. Social awareness, right? Cultural awareness, social awareness. Uh, and we have to read the newspaper every day, right? Yeah. And we have to know, like for instance, they might ask you, what do you think of Sushant Singh Rajput? Right? And Sushant And if you have not read the paper or you don't know what's going on, right? Then you might be in trouble. Right? Yeah? They might also ask you, uh, what are the headlines of the paper that you read today? Right? Yeah? So you must check on all those things and please make a habit of reading a newspaper. Right? These are things that are very important and they're very important for the idea of an interview because you get thought directional articles. Right? And it's not so difficult to get newspapers even on your uh, mobile, right? Yeah. So you must look at the ideas page every day of the Indian Express, the Hindu, the Times of India, uh, some Gujarati papers if you read them or your local language papers wherever you are, right? So get into all that because what is important is that you should be able to talk about different things, right? Actually, the group discussion 
is a good way to learn all these things because it's preparing you to get to where you have to get, right? So the idea is, uh, yeah, so when you have this interview, you're talking about who am I, right? Where am I going, right? And then a very sure kind of question that you will be asked very often is how do you look at yourself five years from now, right? And say, well, in five years I would be at least uh, in a position with a graduation, right? Five years from now, I would be at least, a, uh, I would look at myself at least as a supervisor, right? Or at a, a supervisorial level, okay? Or head of a team, right? So you have to think about that and you have to learn something called the structure of the organization that you're getting into, right? And of course, today all that is available, right? Uh, we are talking, I'm talking about a time when all this was not available, right? Now everything is available on the website, right? So you can see the structure of the organization. Who is the, yeah, so they might ask you, do you know who is the director of the company that we are, uh, that you are appearing for the interview for, right? And that's part of your homework, right? Yeah, so before you go for the interview, you have to check on the company, right? Yeah, now, if you do not know who is the ward uh, officer, right, or who is a MLA from your ward, right, all those things are a problem, right, if you do not know, that means you are lack in social awareness, right. Another thing that you might like to know that they very, very often, they might say, what's the motto of your school, right, because your school certificates and all are there and they can see the motto, etc., right, yeah, so you will have the logo and you will have the motto of your school, right. Yeah, so you will have to know what is the meaning of it. If it's in Latin or it's in Sanskrit or it's in anything, you have a school motto, right? Go back and check it, right? Yeah, or you have the lotus in MS University, right? The lotus and the muck, right? And everything flowering because of that. And you have Satya Meva Jayate, whatever the, the logo is uh, on, the, on the MSU logo, right? So go and check it up. And you must know about all these things, right? Because What's important is, uh, they might also ask you, do you know your anthem, right? If you have an anthem, right? Uh, sometimes the school has an anthem, right? And what does the anthem uh, talk about, okay? And you might get somebody who's from your university or your school, right? So these are things that you might be, you must prepare for, right? So prepare uh, at least an understanding, and now of course everything is available online, right? So you can actually talk about uh, the, uh, who has written your school anthem or your university anthem or your college anthem or whatever that is, right? And you talk about it and you talk about what it means. What is the lotus on your logo mean, right? What are the symbols of your logo mean? How do you understand all those things, right? Now these are things you have to prepare for, right? Yeah, but of course, the first and most important thing is you have to be academically sound and you have to know your stuff, right? You can't say, I don't know your uh, study subjects, right? If you get any question, right, from any of the subjects, you have to be able to answer it, right? So that's important, right? No matter how bad your marks are, no matter how good your marks are, uh, that's something you have to do, right? And if you don't do that, you're in trouble, right? Yeah? So uh, th those are questions you can't avoid, right? Uh, and if you are asked, for instance, what is the population of Australia, right? Now that's a question 
If I don't know, I don't know. Right? Okay? Right? Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know what is Kukubara? Right? Actually, I would fault you for it because if you've learned English, okay, and you've learned about the world, or you've learned a little geography, you should know about these kind of rare birds, right? But if you don't know it, it's fine, right? Yeah, so you shouldn't get flummoxed by all these things, right? And these are the questions that they'll ask you, right? You have to be bothered about your own academic questions, right? And the idea of how do you see yourself five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 25 years from now, right? So that's something, I don't like these questions, right? I'm sorry, I don't like them, right? Because I don't believe in any of these things and I'm against all these kind of capitalist organizations, right? Yeah, because that's too straight-jacketed for me, right? And I want my own kind of freedom. That's a different story, but you're going to face your interviews, right? And when you face an interview, yeah, they will ask you, how do you see yourself 25 years from now, five years from now, right? And they want to have something called a job fit, right? Your personality and the personality they're looking for to fit into the job, that's what they're going to do, right? Of course, we didn't do role plays, right? And if we get a chance, let's do a role play, right? And even if you want to have it uh, physically, the only thing is we need 11 people. Yeah, you can have it at my place because there's enough of space for social distancing and we'll keep all the norms because I don't think any of us want to go to jail, right? Yeah. And uh, so that's one. So we can have it and uh, if you like, we can have it at the university because that's open space and that's much safer for all of us, right? Yeah. So we can do that if you want a group discussion, which I want to do, right? Because if, I, if we have a group discussion either online or uh, in uh, or physically, right, then you learn something. Right? I'm not bothered about the exam and I'm not bothered about marks. Right? Yeah? The idea is you have to learn to talk properly tomorrow and you have to learn a skill. Right? Okay? And I'll be happy if you learn. That's as far as I'm concerned. Right? It's like one day, uh, not very long ago, I went for a blood test in Pune to a place called Inlax and Budrani Hospital. Right? Uh, which is very close to my house. Right? And I recognized a person at the counter. Uh, and I even remember her name, right? And she was uh, the person who used to sit for all my lectures when I taught in a Marathi college, right? And they found me a, a kind of a, a freak because they never had uh, a teacher who could speak English and conducted lectures in English, right? Yeah, so uh, that's all a lot of curiosity about me and that was interesting, right? And what was even more interesting is when I went for the report in the evening, I recognized the girl, but she didn't want to show that she recognized me. So uh, people have a right, especially uh, yeah, uh, uh, women have a right not to uh, show their identity or not to say that they know me and uh, uh, just be friendly, right? Yeah. So uh, after the the Me Too is issues and after the uh, all the guidelines, right, of the nearby case, right. So even somebody trying to be familiar or saying that, well, hello, do you remember me? That's even a problem, right? So I think we should be gender sensitive. So I didn't open my mouth because uh, some students like to forget the teachers and pretend that you don't know them anymore, right? Yeah, like I sometimes actually forget students. But if a student asks me, I said, well, I don't know your name, but I remember your face at least, if I do, right? And I remember them, but I just kept quiet 
and in the evening I went for the report and I was very shocked. And she came, which she didn't have to do, right? I went to the counter and I asked her for the report. She said, well, it's not yet come. Uh, can you wait for some time? So I, I waited. Yeah. And then she came with the report, right? Uh, to the place I was sitting and I said, you didn't have to come here. So she said, no, I came here because uh, you taught me English and that's why I got the job, right? And that was a happy moment for me, right? It's not about getting marks and it's not about getting uh, a degree, right? If you can speak English, I'll be happy, right? Yeah. And if you can handle interviews, handle group discussions very well, that's something great, right? Yeah. And I don't care about your marks because I, I know all these things are a, a big, big sham, right? Yeah. You get people who, without knowing English, are teaching English, right? It's all over the place, right? And uh, we don't have to go very far to look at that, right? Yeah. So that's a big problem, right? People who do not know the subject get in, but by uh, contacts, right? Yeah. And that's again very sad, right? So when I look at this, uh, this student, right? And I said, well, she said, you know, you taught me. I said, I remember that. And I'm very happy that you're talking English. And I'm very happy that you're working for an organization where you have to actually use English and be uh, there. Right? So that's the only joy that a teacher gets. Because uh, if one is not a politician, right, or one is not a, uh, a person who keeps rising by uh, what we in English call ass licking, or what we call uh, licking people's boots, right? Yeah? So that's the only joy a teacher gets, right? Yeah? And that's something that I felt very happy about, right? Yeah? Because this person had got a job on the basis of knowing the little English that I taught her, right? Yeah? And for a very uh, for just one year, right? But that motivated her to learn English and to speak English. So uh, that's great for me, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, uh, let's get back to all these things, right? So when we're talking about the marks, right? In an interview, if your marks are good, it's a good thing because a lot of these people have very stupid rules to eliminate people, right? Like for instance, if you don't have 60% sometime, you can't apply, right? And uh, we had people uh, who were working with me, right? And who wanted to join Wipro, right? And very good engineers from Pune University. They could not apply because Pune University, at that point of time, I don't know what the condition is today, right? Was very strict about giving people 60%, right? Yeah, so uh, they were much less than 60%, right? And we had people from Chhattisgarh and uh, all those kind of uh, remote, very remote areas actually, right? Who actually got 83%, 84%, they didn't know their subject, right? Yeah, and they were called for the interview. Now that's something that you can't help. This is uh, something interesting about life, and I think we also have to think of life as it is, right? Yeah, and just remember that if one opportunity goes, it, it's not the end of the world, right? And I, I'm sure I'm saying all these things because all these suicides have really affected me and I'm very upset that I've not been able to reach out to a lot of people who come in as suicide, right? Yeah, and I don't want anybody to do that. And just remember, one interview is not the end of everything and try to learn something from an interview. This is important, right? Every time you go for an interview, you're one step better than you were. Whether you get the job or you don't get the job, whether you get into an institution or you don't, 
try to see how you were able to handle the interview, what have you learned from the questions, okay? Something over there is important. How do you handle the questions, right? That's something that you learn and you can learn this only by having interviews, right? Yeah, and these are practical things. Whether you talk about group discussions or interviews, nobody can lecture you. I'm giving you a lecture because I have to. There's no other way out, right? But then uh, the, the kind of uh, thing that we can have is we can have a mock interview, right? Yeah, and uh, that's something that will prepare you for uh, interviews, right? The other day, somebody had come in, okay? And he was talking about appearing for an interview. So I asked him questions which were knockout questions, right? Because he was talking about appearing from TIS, for TIS as a teacher of cinema, right? Yeah, and then I asked him, can you analyze this movie from camera angles, right? Now, that's something that he got flummoxed with, right? Because he's just done content, right? Content analysis of Hindi movies or something like that, right? So, or workers movies and the whole idea of uh, the workers movement and cinema. That's what he was doing. But then the angles are also important, right? Yeah? Because when you talk about studying cinema, you're talking about the frames, right? How does the frame tell you a story without anybody opening them up? How are people arranged in this frame of a cinema without opening your mouth, right? Now, all these things are important, right? Yeah? And when you go for an interview, you have to be able to answer these questions, right? Like, for instance, uh, when I went for the first kind of real interview I had with uh, 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 an academic interview, that's for my MA, right? I was a math student, as many of you know, right? I was doing an MSc in maths in the maths department of Pune University, and then I went to the English department. And what was interesting is, they gave me a very tough interview, right? Yeah, and a very, very tough interview in as much as, uh, and uh, some people told me, and people give you tips, right? The seniors give you tips, and hundreds of people give you tips. Some of them are useful, some of them are not, right? Ultimately, it depends on your personality and how you carry it off, right? So whatever I'm telling you, these are the basics to go for an interview, right? Yeah, and then your own innate capacity to take all these things together, put them down and see that your interview is good. That's what's important, right? So when I went for this interview in Pune University, they, I've never faced a, a kind of interview like that. And it was a very tough interview, right? Because they kept asking me uh, what I've read, how did I prepare, right? First they asked me all these things about, tell us about yourself, right? So I told them that I'm doing MSc Maths, right? and uh, this and that and the other and I went on okay right and which school do you come from all those kind of things they asked me right after that they asked me technical questions right so they asked me how have you prepared for this interview right uh, and I, of course I had asked people there what do I have to do right yeah and of course only if you get through the written test do they call you for the interview right and that's what happens also in uh, organizations companies all those kind of things and I think what uh, is to be prepared for that, right? And sometimes when you write things down, and that was my first test, right? And I didn't know uh, whether my English was good enough. I didn't know whether uh, what they wanted. I didn't know anything about what is literature, right? So of course, uh, I had asked uh, a friend of mine, and he introduced me to one of the teachers. So he recommended that I read all the Bolton series, right? Which I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I got them from the British Council Library because at that point of time, uh, globalization had not struck, 
right? So uh, the British Council had these old kind of books, right? And so I got it. Now you can't get even one of those books, right? Yeah. So I got all these books and I read them up. What is poetry? What is drama? What is fiction? All those kind of things. And one day before the exam, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, 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 I went to this uh, professor and I said, well, I've prepared this. He said, well, you should uh, read also the syllabus and see what is on the syllabus, right? And I said, well, thank God I've done that already because I've read many texts from the syllabus. Actually, I read much more than they, uh, that's from, because I had this kind of inferior feeling that I'm a math student and I don't know enough about uh, English and I don't know enough about the world. I read a lot of Shakespeare and Dickens and Hardy and all those kind of things. That's not for getting in the English department, but in the past, right? So all that came in handy over there, right? So that's when you use your resources, right? That's when you just get all these things back and go for your interview and be there, right? So that's why coolness and calmness, use your head, try to think, right? Or listen to the question, right? We have not been into listening because we have not done group discussions, right? Yeah, so listening to the question is very important, right? So when you, where do you go from here is a directional question, right? Where it's asking you, where do we take the interview from here, right? Yeah, and uh, that's a problem that many people have, right? Uh, so they said, well, uh, I hope that I can get in, right? And you have to have a sense of humor, right? Yeah, like I told you, uh, yesterday about this uh, colleague of mine called Shubham, right, who got into IM Calcutta, right, of course I've lost contact with him, right, and uh, he was from Assam, right, so one of the things that they asked him uh, in the interview is, are you a terrorist, right, that's when the Ulfa movement and all had just taken place, right, yeah, so he says, well, it depends on which side are you looking from, right, are you this side or that side, and then you will be called a terrorist, right? He didn't, he didn't take it personal, right? Now, uh, one is you can ask factual, direct questions. You are about your subject, you have to reply to them, right? About your awareness of the world, you have to reply to that, right? Yeah, if you come from Baroda and you come from MS University, you might have to know about the Maharaja. You might have to know about uh, Hansa Mehta. Right? Yeah, if they ask you who was your first vice chancellor, and if you don't know how Ansa Mehta was the first vice chancellor over here, right, and you don't know anything about her, right, when the library is named after her, then you're not okay, right? Yeah, so you have to prepare all this data, right? Find out more about your institution, right? And if you're from the psychology department or the English department or the uh, sociology department, right, you have to find out the great people in your department at one point of time. Of course, we don't have any of those people today, right? But at one point of time, we had some very big kind of names which were known in India and all over the world, right? That's what we had in the English department. Now, of course, uh, all those things have evaporated and people don't care anymore about any of these things, right? Uh, that's, that doesn't matter, right? For your interview, you must talk about all these things, right? Yeah, so you must know who was the head of the department, especially of history, you have uh, some important people like S.C. Mishra, uh, if I'm uh, not wrong about the name, right? Yeah, you have M.N. Srinivas in the sociology department, right? Yeah, you have a lot of very important people in the political science department, yeah? And some of them are still alive and very important people, right? So you have to know about all that, right? Because if somebody knows them on the panel, 
right? And that's especially your subject, right? Yeah. If somebody knows them, they might actually ask you questions, right? And they say, well, this is what this person did. So you have to know what work they did also, right? You can't say that I don't know this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, what happens is uh, you might not care about all these things just now, but when you go for a job, you have to care, right? Because your question of getting the job or not getting the job is also about the questions and your awareness of the world, awareness of your institution, right? They might also ask you, who is your school principal, right? Yeah, who is on the trust of your school, right? Uh, and you must know about it, though you might have left school, but not so long ago, right? Yeah, and you can say about, so you can always check that up, right? So that's the process before the interview, you have to check up all these things and prepare for all these things, right? Now, if they ask you any question about your subject, you have to be able to answer it, yeah? Like, for instance, I talked about the maths example, yeah? Uh, suppose, and I had a problem one day, because uh, this is not very long ago, and this is in Shimla, right? Where we had a, a quiz, right? And I was given the job of a quiz master, right? And we had uh, the idea of who created calculus, right? And the answer was Newton, and somebody had a problem because he said no. The question of who created calculus was it Newton or Leibniz, right? Now I was not aware of Leibniz, right? Yeah, but this person was uh, a teacher, right, and had uh, definitely a lot of knowledge. So I said, well, I can give it that to you, right? And then we actually went to uh, uh, the uh, advanced center, yeah. AIIS, right, which is in the Rashtrapati Nivas, right, we went for a trip there and we looked at books and then he, he proved it to me that, look, uh, like there's a, there's a controversy between Leibniz and uh, Newton, right, yeah, so if something like that happens, you have to be able to handle it, right, and that's something important because uh, we don't know everything, right, and we might have insufficient knowledge about some things, right, so one of the things that we have to do is, if you don't know, say that we don't know, right? Yeah, don't fake it, right? Yeah, you're not the Prime Minister of India to fake it and for dumb people to accept uh, this or we know that it's fake and we say, well, what do we do about it, right? Yeah, so uh, that's kind of fakery doesn't appear in an interview, right? One. Secondly, uh, I've seen interviews which are really bad in as much as somebody talks about their father and their mother and who's their father and mother and all that kind of thing and they say, well, my father came and met you. Please don't do that, right? Yeah, that might sell in Gujarat and these are interviews I've seen in Gujarat, right? But otherwise, uh, in a, uh, any other part of the world, you say, well, your father is so-and-so. Uh, you go and say, you know, my father is the director of this and that and the other. And then they'll say, so what? Right? Yeah. In fact, one of my students did that, right? He went for an interview to Bangalore and of course I, I uh, talked to the director and I told them that look, uh, these other people are going to come and all that kind of thing, right? And this student went and he went for the interview and he says, you know, I, uh, I'm a student of Rajan Bharat and this and that and the other. And the director said, so what? Right? I said, well, yes, that's exactly right, right? Because you have to stand on your own feet, right? You don't go by somebody else's name, right? Uh, yeah, though this is a bad habit that is crept in and people try to get a job by influence, right? 
those things don't matter really, right? Uh, the question is, how good are you, right? And if I'm talking about if there are honest committees and if there are honest interview committees and interview panels, yeah, and you suppose you, you're definitely better than the other people, they might give you the job, right? Yeah, and of course, sometimes they might not, even if you're better, right? Because I remember this, when we were recruiting teachers from uh, EFLO Hyderabad, the best candidate was not given a job, right? And that's because of some other kind of problems that the, uh, uh, the management faced, right? And the problem was they perceived her as a very domineering person, right? And they said, look, we already have enough of people in the organization who are bossing around and there's all these clashes between the people who boss around, etc. Right? So we don't want one more person over there. Like that. Right? Now that is uh, something that you can't do anything about. Right? Yeah. So that is a problem with the job. Right? And they didn't take the person. And I said, well, uh, you must take her. And they didn't, uh, they didn't listen at all. Right? And there were many people who spoke for her and they said, yes, she should come in. And she is very good. Right? And they still have this uh, opinion that, well, the personality doesn't fit, right? Now, that's something else and that you can't do anything about, right? Yeah, so you can do what you can, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, these are things, so the idea of perception is very important because how are you perceived, right? And from the minute you walk into the interview room, they're looking at you and they're trying to look and see what kind of a person you are, right? So your body language is important, right? You might get nervous uh, in an interview, right? Like for instance, a lot of people sweat, right? Yeah, a lot of people, as we said yesterday, grin in an interview, right? Yeah, because they're very uh, tense, right? Even when you have a group discussion, and I talked about the body language in a group discussion, right? Body language becomes very important, right? Because you can't go and sit back and relax, right? In an interview, yeah? You can't be too relaxed, Right? Like you can come go this way and just look back and look at the ceiling and look at the, yeah, as if you're a big lord. We are not. Right? Yeah? You sit comfortably on the chair so that you can handle the interview. The interview might go on for half an hour, one hour. If you're very good, it might go on for one hour. Right? Yeah? And if they want to actually ask you a lot of questions which are terribly troubling, yeah, that's again something that is, uh, you have to face it. Right? And you must be prepared to face any kind of question because there's nothing else that you can do. You can't run out of the interview. You can't cry, right? If you cry and you run out of the interview and all these things, that's not even worth it, right? Yeah? Because if you cry, that means you've gone to an infantile condition, right? And you're trying to get sympathy from the bosses and all those kind of things are not good enough, right? So whether it's uh, your dress or uh, its behavior, which but behavior, of course, is going to be checked anyway, right? The way you sit, the way you walk, all those kind of things are sending a lot of messages about you to the people on the panel, right? But the content is what is important, right? The way you dress is important. Please do not overdress, yeah? It's better to and uh, don't go so badly that you wear a torn shirt and go, right? Yeah, we can do that uh, in other places, right? Uh, tone jeans and all those kind of things that's not even acceptable right and see that 
all those things don't happen to you, right? But when you answer the questions, if you have these quick kind of questions, right? Yeah, uh, when did India, India get independence, right? When was Gandhi killed? All those kind of things. Now that's very, that's what you call a quick fire uh, a barrage of questions, right? So they give you all these questions one after the other, right? And all the people on the panel, one after the other, they're throwing questions at you, right? Yeah. So you have to answer them, right? You can't say, uh, you can't avoid the question, right? So when they ask you a question, but you have to wait, yeah? So they said, no, 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 please answer my question, right? He said, excuse me, sir, or excuse me, madam, uh, can I finish answering this question? And then I'll get back to you, right? Yeah? And then you can get back to that person and answer the question, right? Now that's something that you have to handle because that's not, a, that's not actually testing your knowledge. That's testing your confidence. How do you, how do you handle people? That's important, right? How do you handle these people who are asking you all these questions, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes they do that for teachers, right? Because the idea is you can get a heckler in your class, right? Yeah, and uh, they can be very troubled, right? Yeah, and uh, of course, you know what the situation is. This is a patriarchal society and there are a lot of male hecklers who trouble a teacher, right? I've seen that over here in MSU, right? And I was very, very angry to see that a student who was a student of ours trying to, uh, trying to make a pass at a lady teacher with a very young temporary lecturer, right? Yeah, so you get, that's outside the class, of course, right? But some people try to do that inside the class, right? And uh, the question is, how do you deal with that, right? So when you have this on a panel, right? You're answering one question and somebody says, well, but you, uh, you, you have to answer my question and uh, tell me what this is, right? And they can be very aggressive in that, right? Yeah, so you have to say, yes, sir, I'm taking note of your question, or yes, madam, I've taken note of your question, and I'm going to answer it. Uh, could you let me finish this? They say, no, 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 you have to answer it, right? Yeah, and then, of course, uh, you ask the other person who's asked the question and say, well, uh, could I just answer this and then get back to the question, right? Now, that's, that's tremendous, right? Because that means you've taken, you, you've answered the question over here, you deal with that guy you, uh, or that woman who's asked you this crossfire question. And this is called this uh, crossfire system of questions, right? Yeah. So the rapid fire is you ask hundreds of questions, right? And now in that whole rapid fire movement, right, they might ask you a directional question, right? Yeah. And they might ask you, what, where do we go from here, right? Yeah. Or they might ask you, uh, how do you look at yourself five years from now, right? And that's a thought. Uh, a thought-provoking question, which is not something that you can think about, right? Uh, if you're prepared, yes, you can handle that, right? But otherwise, that becomes a problem, right? If they ask you, what do you think about, suddenly, in the middle of all these things, uh, what is the GDP, uh, what is the population of India, what is the size of India, all those kind of questions which you have to get ready and know, because this is knowledge of your environment. Right? Yeah? And if you are not sensitive about your environment, right, uh, you are not fit for a job. Okay? Right? That's what we talked about in the first unit. We are talking about attitude and all that. Right? If I don't know what is going on in my country, if I don't know what's going on in my environment, if I don't read the newspapers, I'm not fit for a job because I don't know what the world is all about. Right? Yeah? So, uh, so these are questions you have to answer. And in the middle of all that, somebody might just ask you, yeah, but 
what do you think about uh, the GDP, right? Yeah, and it, maybe they're asking you about psychology or something. And suddenly you'll ask, we ask about what do you think about the GDP, right? And you can't evade that, you have to answer it, right? So you have to be aware of how do you, it's a question of a personal answer. What do I think of the GDP, right? And you might answer it very well and say, well, I don't think of the GDP at all, right? Because the GDP is no indicator and there are many countries who don't consider the GDP at all, right? Okay, and the GDP is not the most important kind of uh, way of questioning the, uh, the status of the country. We also talk about uh, happiness, happiness index, right? Food index, right? So all on, on all these counts, maybe we can think about uh, things differently when we talk about all this, right? Now you can open the area and that's when you're guiding the interview, right? So even if you get this kind of a knockout question, right, where it looks as if it's out of the blue, right? When you go for an interview, you have to think about all the kinds of questions that you can be asked for the job that you're asking or for the institution you're getting in, right? First of all, your preparation about the institution, your own preparation about your the institute or the place you've studied, your school, your college, your university, right? The logos, all those things you have to know, right? There's no question of getting away. You have to know your subject, right? Yeah? And you have to be asked, so basic questions you have to be asked, right? Remember yesterday we talked about uh, this person who is a, uh, a mechanical engineer and with a lot of marks and a lot of work experience, worked in the United States and comes with a big swagger, said, well, I've seen the world, what are you, you're a local kind of people, right? Yeah, and this small, uh, a very young person, who probably is much younger than the person concerned, she asked him, well, how does the machine work? And this man started sweating, right? Yeah, so these are things that you might be, uh, you might like to look into, right? Yeah. And that's the preparation that you have to do for an interview, right? You have to, to think about what are the kinds of questions that are going to be asked, right? So the, the awareness about the world, awareness about your subject, uh, aware, and the question is, you might also be asked uh, some very practical questions because the job market is a practical world, right? Yeah, and we, asked, we, we said that yesterday. Somebody might ask you, well, you're a woman. We have night shifts, right? Uh, we normally prefer uh, people who can work on night shifts. What do you think about that, right? And then you have to actually say, well, uh, this is the condition that I have, right? Yeah, because you can't say, well, I don't mind a shift. If you really have a problem, you have to say it, right? Yeah, and if they really want, because otherwise, they'll give you the job and then they'll put you on a night shift, right? So you have to look at it from that kind of practical angle, right? Yeah, now uh, I'm going to talk about something that uh, some places do, right? And that's a very dirty kind of way of operating. I would think it's a dirty kind of way of operating, right? But it's also interesting. How do you handle the question, right? Yeah, so they might get personal, right? Yeah, and in one of the interviews, they asked me, are you a priest? So I said, what's that? I pretended that I didn't know what they were asking me, right? So that's, of course, fakery, and that's true, right? And of course, the person asked me a lot of other nice questions. So I, I, he was trying to get personal, and I know how, knew how to handle it, right? Now the question is, you have to handle all those kind of questions, right? 
Of course, you might have something and these are from real interviews, right? Uh, there's, of course, I can't mention the name of the person, but uh, yeah, this is a person who is working as a, a, a professor, a, a, a teacher in a college, right? A sociologist, right? And in the interview, uh, the principal said, you know, I have a son, right? Who is a manageable of manageable age, right? And uh, will you marry my son? If you marry my son, you'll get the job, right? Yeah. Now that's getting personal, right? Yeah. And of course, you have two options: one to say yes, another to say no, right? Now, if you know the son, so this person said, "Well, I don't mind marrying your son, but I've not met him. I don't know him. Okay, that's the only problem, right?" If I knew your son, I and you had asked me all this, though it's my interview, I, I might have said yes if I really like him and I really wanted to marry, right? Now that's showing that you are not frightened of this kind of question, right? You're not intimidated by that man, though he's trying to intimidate you, right? And he might not even have a son. Yep, right? So that's something that you have to be prepared for, right? So that's how uh, things happen. And of course, I know another case, uh, and this is a real case, of course, where the person on an interview panel was asked, will you marry my son? And the person concerned said, yes, I don't have a problem, right? And she actually got married and uh, she's a principal somewhere now, right? That's a long time ago, maybe 30 years ago, right? I actually knew her because she was working uh, with my head of the department as a uh, research scholar, right? So uh, these are things that you can think about right but most likely you don't know the person so you have to use your head and you have to answer right so that kind of presence of mind is important right so your perception you look at from what you're talking about and where we go from right yeah so uh, and uh, yeah i'll talk about something else right uh, maybe i i won't have time today but uh, and maybe i'll have to uh, uh, put up a PowerPoint or something like that or, or I'll circulate some uh, visuals or maybe let's see what happens to that tomorrow, right? Yeah, if I can put up a, uh, a screen and make a presentation, draw something out in the lecture, right? But if I can't, then you can imagine that because uh, I think we can also have a training about imagination, right? Yeah, I mean, we use the Apple story, right? Because Apple has been used by many people. Right? And you see a nice lovely apple. Right? Outside is okay. Right? Inside is... From all the questions, it seems that the person is okay. Right? Yeah? And uh, uh, there is a kind of a core which nobody perhaps can penetrate. Right? So why do you get people who after a long time suddenly behave in a very strange manner in a job situation, right? Yeah. So that's something that you have to probe, right? So the first thing is they're trying to probe the exterior layer, right? You look fine, right? You've got your qualifications, you've got all those things and you've come in, right? And you're quite okay over there, right? So that's one thing. Uh, that they try to probe initially. That is, that's by asking you all these kind of 
questions about where where do you see yourself so many years from now all those kind of things they probe right they first of all found that you're technically sound which are very superficial kind of uh, uh, events that's about the job right but then they also want to find out what kind of person you are right so they might ask you what would you do in this situation right yeah shut, shut up right yeah what would you do in this situation right and you might have something to say about it right yeah and that's to check you right so that's exactly why we should have a situational gd so you know how to think about it and how to uh, act over there right so uh, uh, i mean we will do it if it's possible because now at least more people are coming to class and uh, actually we have uh, 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 we have at least 12 people in the class right so we actually can go on and have all the gds right yeah and i think i'll do that and i'll mark you as you come in for a gd right so that uh, we also handle the midterm exams right and you don't have to uh, do anything other than that other than uh, assessment uh, of your performance in the gd right and please tell other people to join because that's the only way i'm going to uh, assess them right or and maybe we'll have an interview for all of you or some of you so that you get practice right and uh, that's the only way that i can make this thing sensible right because i'm very angry with whatever they've done with the syllabus right because you can't have this without having an oral exam right for the gd and for the interview right actually both these things should have been there for the uh, actual exam because this is a practical course right and i'm sorry i'm putting this up to you but that's something that is your right to know right as students you have a right well this is there how do we answer questions how do i answer a theoretical question about an interview without actually in, uh, experiencing an interview right and it's not about experiencing an interview these are theoretical still right unless you get into the interview unless you get into the gd you can't have a feel of it right and that's what is different right so when you get practice a lot of practice by different kinds of gds right and different kinds of interviews uh, then only you will be able to handle it right yeah and every time you have a gd it's going to be different because you get different people right yeah you get different people with different intellectual skills different backgrounds all those kind of things and that's why uh, this is something that we should do right so that when you actually face a gd at an interview you are confident enough to handle people right yeah and you can you can actually learn from how a gd operates right because i've seen uh, hundreds of different gds uh, because that's some of the things that the company that i was working for sent me for to train people to do gds right so i've i've seen gds which are really problematic and i've seen gds yeah and people have handled them right so we'll talk about that because we have to talk about the gd also right and unless we have a gd i don't know whether it's fair enough to have a theoretical discussion of it right because i think that's all that i can say about a gd right but when we talk about an interview first of all when you tell them about yourself right when you okay so they're talking about the the skin of the apple right or fruit any fruit you want right yeah so that's one of the things when you say this is where i come from then they ask you what's your ward number this and that and these are all important questions then they probe a little deeper right 
what have you done what do you want to do what do you see, uh, how do you see yourself 25 years from now 10 years from now 5 years from now all these are probing at another level right yeah